Mike Draco in the house. Oh, it's so good to be here. We're almost almost late for even the countdown. Jesus, that's terrible. Lisa Ballard, Rob Nussbaum, happy Father's Day, everyone. Yes, happy Father's Day, even to you mothers out there. Hey, this is Chris with Cycle Source Magazine. I'm going to be your host this evening. Along with my cohorts in crime, we're going to take you through 90 to 120 minutes of all the bullshit we can fit. It's time for Shop Talk. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Shop Talk going live in four minutes. Stick around. Make sure you hit the like and share button. Throw your hometown name up so we can give you a shout out. Welcome to Shop Talk. Kima Washington, good to see you here, Steve Henderson, Big D checking in from Marengo, Illinois, Lindsay Haletta, Russ Journey, Kearney, Nebraska, Walt Lumpkin, Nancy Weems in the house, all our friends are here tonight, Mike Draco representing Cincinnati, it's good to see all you guys, man, the parking lot's filling up, it's going to be a great show tonight, Poppy's in the house from Detroit, keeping it real, Nancy Weems down in Tampa. We got uh, two killer guests tonight, tons of stuff going on in the shop to talk about, some products. Kenny Sweeney heading to Maggie Valley. Make sure you stop in the Wilster time, man. Going to be a great show tonight. That was my point. That's what I was trying to get to in a roundabout fashion, the way we do, you know, ish. I'm direct, directly there, ish, kind of. Stick around. We're going live in two and a half. Who else but me is glad that the event season is underway and that there's motorcycle events aplenty. I don't even know how else to say that. Plenty, plenty of motorcycle events going on. And man, I couldn't be happier because damn, it was getting hard to just come up with bullshit to write about what we do here because all we do is argue and bust balls a lot. (laughs) Sasha Cycles, what's up, buddy? Did somebody say shovelheads? That's right. We're going to be talking shovelheads tonight. Just a minute and a half out. Greg White, Gus Gus with us here tonight. Jay Rogers with us. Joey Weeks, Watertown, New York. So good to see everybody. Monique Detroit checking in. Steve Burles, you got competition up there in D-Town. we got the sound effects dialed in (laughs) bill stevens is here with us good to see you man 50 seconds 
and we're going live with this one. I can't wait. Sunday is my favorite night of the week. We get to wrap all this stuff up. It's been a hell of a week here in the Greasing Gears Garage. We got a lot going on. I know you guys too, and you got it. You got it going on. Pretty soon, we're all on the road, heading out to events. Larry, good to see you here. Westminster, Maryland, checking in. All right, man. I guess 23 seconds is close enough that we can get this one out of the station, up onto the tracks, and go live with this week's installment of Shop Talk. Here we go. Scooter tramps and chopper jockeys all across the land. It is just after nine. I'm not even going to mention how far after nine it is because Jesus, are we late? Um, somebody real quick was saying, I think Ashley was saying no picture, but I checked the feed and everything's up and working good on our end. So we're good to go. Um, I'm Chris with Psychosource Magazine. I'm going to be your host here for Shop Talk 90 to 120 minutes, all the bullshit we can fit. It's going to be a good show tonight, and I got my crew with me, so let me bring all the rest of the Shop Talk cohorts in. What's up, everybody? Hey. Happy Monday. Heather. Heather, unmute your microphone. Oh, boy. Maybe not. Maybe? Maybe not. You with us? I think so. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I see. Like, I try to, I mute the microphone if I cough or sneeze, and then I screw it up. So, Nancy Weems like, totally busted you. She said sleeping at the light. <laughs> no, I wasn't sleeping. I coughed earlier, oh, and I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I mute your microphone when we're off the air. <laughs> All right, so what's everybody doing? Tell me. Tell me what's going on. It's Father's Day. Everybody's been celebrating. I keep my poor friends. I got to tell you, Mark, like I've made 53 phone calls today to people who were actually celebrating Father's Day and interrupted their holiday. I didn't answer any, but I called back once. (laughs) So. Oh. Yeah, back. you're not like you're I'm, bad I'm at bad. that. I'm bad with You're holidays. bad at the holiday thing, the Sunday thing. I'll be like, "You do know it's 11:30 on Sunday night. Yep. You can't call them." It's it's five o'clock somewhere. Well, he does. No, any, it doesn't. He, he does anyway, so it doesn't really eh, matter. Time out. <laughs> what time out? Hey, Cabana Dan in the house with us. Good to see you. Listen, man, you guys don't have to feel like you're just another effing observer uh, here on Shop Talk. We welcome you to post your comments, questions, and concerns right over here in the box, and we will bring them up on the air as we can. Jeremy Sather, Dairy Queen ice cream cake with my dad and the fam. Right on. I like Dairy Queen. I like Dairy Queen. Bill Stevens, call me anytime. 
Just don't call me late for dinner. Well, Ashley Wood, Ashley Woodford fighting an ear infection. Well, That's a hell of a way to spend Father's Day. I want to know what every like all the dads had for Father's Day dinner. <laughs> Chris asked for stuffed peppers. Like hey, it's June. I figured he'd want steak dinner. on the grill and yada yada. No stuffed peppers. Oh well, listen. Like I said, we got a hell of a show going on tonight. So, um, without further ado, I'm going to start rocking through some of the stuff that we have. And like I said earlier in the show, this is 90 to 120 minutes of all the bullshit we can fit. We do some entertainment. We have some motorcycle talk. We do some products. We start the whole thing off with a little segment we call the news. First up in the news tonight from Road Racing World and Motorcycle Technology, Moto America. More on Kyle Wyman surgery and recovery. Wyman injured at Road America will miss next round at the Ridge. It's a bummer. He just took the win for Harley at during um, the last race. Him Such his, a bummer. Him and his brother first and second, right? I know. How how awesome was that? But so in this story, uh, the Panera Bread KWR Ducati Superbike team is withdrawn from next week's Moto America Superbike event, the Ridge Motorsports Park, after the crash and subsequent injury of rider and team owner Kyle Wyman. The team will forego participation in round four of the championship to focus on the following race event at WeatherTech Raceway, Laguna Seca. And this was uh, this was due to his injury. Well, they're saying that uh, people are happy that Indian broke down so Harley couldn't win one. <laughs> oh, 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 man. <laughs> oh my. I just, I just had to say that. I mean, it's somebody it, had I, to. I probably, probably 10 people have sent that to me that so far this week. So. Ash, you Ashley, your, your sassy pants he on he, tonight. He is a little sassy. Son so, of a biscuit eater. So Ashley Woodford said he's such an amazing rider. He really, he is. really is. He yes, really he is. is. And all these guys, man, you gotta, you gotta give them some mad credit. The the stuff these cats are doing is are insane. And you know, I never, like, I've been shooting superbike and stuff forever, but lately watching those guys, both with King of the Baggers and the Bagger Racing League. They've been doing those slow motion videos, watching yeah. those guys back them into the yeah. turns. It's crazy. Screw that. Balls of steel right there, boy. <laughs> yeah, man. That ain't me. It's crazy. They're going so fast that it it almost looks the opposite when you're standing right. there. Like, yeah. it sounds faster than it looks. Yeah, they're, they're going so ridiculous. Until you're right fast. up in it, and then they pass you up so fast, can't turn your head. Yeah, exactly. Heather actually got to go to outdoor motorcross this week with with Billy. Yeah, did I went with to Billy Grotto? That is one of my favorite places yeah. in the world. It was so the best part about it. The racing was awesome. The competition was fierce, but the best part about it was the thousands of people oh, that were there. They had it the was so good to see everything alive again and people happy to be out. Even on the way home, coming through the city, there was um a baseball game. So the stadium was full. It was so nice to see the city alive again for the first time in over a year. We still have a baseball team? We, we do. I mean, I assumed that was going, that's what was going on. I mean, they suck, I mean, but they're here. Oh, yeah, I'm still willing to trade them for a half-assed basketball team. And, and I'll tell you something about High Point that for years uh, they had to uh, 
they had to back the partying down because the party was overtaking the races. Yeah. I mean, it was freaking off the charts. Yeah, there was. And that's what I told Billy that going yeah, in, you know, oh, because man. Billy was there because Twisted T is, is sponsoring the yeah. series, right? And I'm bummed I missed him. So totally Did he have a yeah. factory team, he just, Twisted T Suzuki factory team. Yeah. He just said it kicked ass, Mark. Yeah, but man. Billy was there for that. And I'm telling him, I'm pumping him up on the way in. I'm like, dude, Twisted T's perfect for High Point. But then I found out from Bitos, like, yeah, the whole thing changed, man. Yeah. It's not. It's not the big stupid party that it Dude, always it, used it, to be when it, we were kids. We used to prep it I'll for tell a you, week. I'll tell you what. It took Missy and I. We left before the last moto ended, so they were still doing laps when oh, we yeah. when we left. It took us over an hour to get out of the parking lot. Mm. Over an hour. It was like an hour and fifteen minutes to get out of the parking lot. We used to go stay up there for days. Oh man, it felt like a month. Yep. By the time you left there, it was the roughest ride home, and it was close. But what a, what a great time. I mean, that's always been a, a really good race. So let's go back to the news for a minute. Uh, this one's coming in from Chestnut Post. Daredevil Alex Harville dies attempting world record Whoa. motorcycle jump. I think we got a video here for it, too. Of him dying? Moses Lake Air Show guest waited to see a local stuntman Ooh. attempt a world record Man. motorcycle jump. Everyone that was around there was traumatized by that. I knew wow. today coming out here there could be a chance. So I really the, hoped it wouldn't. If, if you're not familiar with, news crew was with jumping a, a motocross bike like that, that is, he is officially heading to case that jump. Moses Lake Air Show guest waited to see a local oh, stuntman man, attempt a that, world record never, motorcycle never jump. Ends good. Everyone that was around there was traumatized. That's oh, horrible. Bad news. So stunt rider Alex Harville has died from injuries sustained while attempting set a world record motorcycle jump Moses Lake, Washington. Harville, 28, was trying to jump the length of a football field. CBS affiliate KREM-TV reports. That's yeah. so, so sad. sad. And his, his wife had just had a baby oh, in May. Oh, my God. So he had to leave behind a new family. And what a shame. It's just so, so tragic. Yeah, I mean, I guess if... If you can find, I mean, it sounds so cliche, but he was doing what he loved. Yeah. Man, you know, if there's so, any solace so, whatsoever, so young, I don't know. So young. I guess that's the chance you take every time you fire the motor up. So make sure, oh. you're, make well, you, sure know, you be careful. I don't know if you caught uh, the, the one guest on on um, Torque last week, but he was a stunt. He was a, a daredevil, like, you know, going in the footsteps. Cole, of, Fre- Cole Freeman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like to hear him talk, you know, like that's that is the mindset that you have to have, you know. And it was, I, I was never so aware of it as listening to that interview. Yeah, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. Devastating. All right, next up, and this coming from Car and Bike, new Harley Davidson electric motorcycle to be called Livewire One. Okay, what happened to Livewire? Well, it's a new company, a that, new day. That was zero then. It was a few months ago that Livewire was turned into a standalone electric vehicle sub-brand of Harley-Davidson. Now, VIN filings with the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. I always love to say that. National Highway Traffic Traffic Safety Administration, or NHTSA, or NITWITS, NITWITS. have revealed the next electric motorcycle from Harley-Davidson will be called Livewire 1. I'm shocked we don't get yelled at a lot more. I know. It's li- I'm trying. It's likely to be revealed on July 8th, 2021. The documents also revealed that the Livewire 1 will have a power output, which is equivalent of 101 BHP. Big House Pete. Bap. 
<laughs> a live wire one will have an internal code name which is xb while the model code will be lw1 another fascinating fact is the first ever harley davidson motorcycle was called the model one so the reference to one could be a throwback to harley's century old legacy was that whole article in code I don't know, but they're they're trying to attach. I feel I feel like this. I feel like this has to be said. You know, the XB kind of ties back into the Buell heritage. The you know Model One tying back into Harley's heritage. I had trouble remembering how to get here. You're throwing all these letters out at me. I'm just saying it's it's a game of letters, Mark. Pay attention. What There's going to be a what test was later. What's the coder ring on? Uh, it's a Christmas story. We need one of those. <laughs> Little orphan Annie's decoder ring. Next up in the new Speedway Digest, <laughs> West Coast Bike Week creates exciting new experiences for motorcycle race fans. Bike um, West Coast Bike Week, July 9th through the 18th. For 10 days in July, motorcycles are king in Monterey County. West Coast, Coast Bike Week, it, it just doesn't even roll off smooth. No. West Coast Bike Week. West Coast Bike Week. Say it five times fast. No. Oh, West buddy. Coast Bike Week. West Coast Bike Week. West Coast Bike Week. I'm not doing it. That was three. You were you on a roll. Good. You were on a roll. Oh, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> Community Focus Week of Activities geared to those who love all things on two wheels. Plenty of excitement for riders or enthusiasts of all ages and experience levels. Um, basically comes down to events in and around WeatherTech Raceway, like so many racetracks, even two wheels, four wheels, they're trying to pack as many events in and around these race venues to get more asses in the seats. Um, this one in particular goes all the way down to, for those who prefer to pedal on two wheels, oh, the boy. Twilight Cycling event returns July 7th from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. And Mark, I wanted to put that last one up there specifically for you because I know how you like a good pedal. I like a nice pedal. I did notice Booyah! that you were saying ass and seats. That ass is going all the way down the thigh. There are asses everywhere there. Oh, my goodness. All right. Hey, man, listen. Oh, I'm surprised that, everybody's not using the Applebee's new commercial theme song. Welcome back, Cotter. That's good. Very cool. So well, Nobody wants to eat at Applebee's alone. So I want to... Uh, I want to remind everybody, you're watching Shop Talk. Every Sunday, 9 p.m., we go live with this program through the courtesy of the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. We're going to hop off real quick and do um, some product. When we come back on the other side, we're going to have our first guest on. So stick with us for a minute. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, Chris with Cycle Source Magazine. I'm in the Grease and Gears garage today with another product spotlight. This week's product spotlight is on the Clockworks Benchmark Rear Builder Series Fender. This is a great product. I've used them on other builds. We're going to be using these on our Twisted T shovel head project. Uh, the nice thing about these are the uh, deep draw precision stamping technology that's behind this. You know, um, many other fenders you go through different processes the less body work that I have to do to something, the better off because I'm usually coming through the shop with my ass on fire. This is helping me get things done faster. Uh, why is it the Builder Series? Well, it's not been coated. There's no holes drilled in it. So you can put this fender exactly where you need it to be. Good product, 14 gauge steel. Clockworks always does a nice job. We appreciate their support in this build and you can check this out for yourself at getclock.com. They come in right at $469.95 retail. They're also available through many of the parts distributors. Okay, man. Appreciate Clockworks and everybody that supports the show. Um, so our guest tonight, 
is is doing an event that I'm I'm dying to go to this event. Um, he does plenty of kick-ass events, and I'm talking about Ronster Run with with High Voltage up in Milwaukee, and coming up very fast the Shovelhead reunion. And man, how are we not loaded up with a pack of shovelheads on our way up to this? And we because we're losers. Loser. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> oh, That's man. why. Well, listen, let's uh, let's cut to the chase and get them on here with us. Ron, how's it going, man? All right. How you doing? Good. So Good how to be back with you guys. How far out are we here? Uh, well, just a few days. Oh. Uh, the, the big main event is Saturday, uh, June 26th, the Shovelhead Reunion uh, in conjunction with the uh, Harley-Davidson Museum. But we've got a whole bunch of events coming up. Uh, we got a party at the uh, Iron Horse Hotel in Milwaukee on Thursday. I love that place. Uh, yeah, they'll be, uh, they're a great supporter of uh, Milwaukee and high voltage and stuff. So. Uh, we'll be raffling off a $250 gift cert there at that party. Uh, you can use that at the bar. You can use it for a room. You can use it at the restaurant. And then uh, Friday, uh, we'll have a couple pre-parties. The first one uh, is at House of Harley, where I bought my shovel head uh, so many years ago. <laughs> Taking it back <laughs> but, home. Uh, yeah, they're going to have a band and a party. they got a really nice stage there at House of Harley in Milwaukee, and uh, they're going to be giving away uh, beach vacations Ooh, uh, right from on. 4 to 7. And we'll have another pre-party uh, Friday night after that. And then uh, the main event will be Saturday, June 26th. And uh, we're going to have two shows. We're going to have field games, uh, awards, uh, bands playing. Uh, the museum is finally open. Uh, yeah, buddy. doing bike nights. And uh, they're going to be open for tours starting at 10 a.m. on Saturday, uh, June 26th. And then uh, the restaurant will open at 11 for lunch. Um, and then there'll be a group of people riding out to the main event at the Shovelhead Beer Garden, which is on South 76th Street. All the information is on highvoltage414.com. But there's people coming from literally other countries uh, all across this country and um it's kind of amazing uh the feedback we've gotten and everything um so really looking forward to it uh my shovel head has been my daily rider since the 80s yeah, buddy. and um this uh this whole shovel head thing kind of started in 2008 when i started uh the shovel heads run poker run in milwaukee and that was just to get uh my friends who had shovel heads and have shovel heads and they weren't getting them out uh, out of the garage very often and out riding anymore. So it was an attempt to uh, to get them out. And then we, uh, I saw the museum usually has uh, like a knucklehead reunion every year. Nobody was picking up a shovel head uh, reunion. So I pitched it about three years ago to Bill Davidson at the museum, Willie G's kid uh, who runs the museum. And uh, his eyes got big and round. We were at the bar, <laughs> the motor, the motor bar at the rest at the uh, museum, and his, his eyes got big and round. He's like, "We love that stuff, Ron." So, uh, and they're they've always been a big supporter. I've been a member of the museum since they opened. I've been helping them with events ever since, and they're helping me out with this one in um, kind of in return. 
Well, and you That's know, awesome. we, we, we bust our balls from time to time, but they really do. And especially in Mil- especially in Milwaukee is like you were talking about the, uh, the iron horse hotel and, you know, Heather immediately reacts to that because the, the couple times that we've come up for events and, and everything that we've, that we've done in and around the iron horse hotel, like what a killer, killer place. Oh. And they are yeah. so happy to be ambassadors for the town and. You know. They really are. There's, you know, one of my, my the biggest things I like about them is, on one of our last visits there, we had um, a miscommunication about displaying one of Chris's recent builds at um, at a venue, and without hesitation, the people at Iron Horse Hotel said, "Bring it in. We'll put it on display for the weekend." Yeah. And they did. They put Chris's build right in the lobby. Um, for everybody to see and it just they were so welcoming and so kind and they have the best brunch i've ever had oh yeah just saying yep (laughs) hey earlier uh you gave a shout out to cabana dan i gotta tell you that cabana dan's uh custom turbo shovel is in the lobby of the air nice right now i wish i had a i wish i had a pick of it um but it's a really nice turbo shovel and, um, How many bikes are you expecting? Like, what's the turnout you're anticipating? And I usually get about for just for the shovel heads run, um, usually like uh, about 120. But I explained this to Bill Davidson. Um, Harley Davidson made over 330,000 shovel heads. Yeah, that's more than twice as many as all knuckleheads and panheads combined. So. I don't know if 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 a small, a minuscule amount of all the shovel heads ever made came, say one tenth of one percent, that'd be three hundred and thirty <laughs> shovel heads. Wow! Right on. So it could be possibly a big, huge group of shovel heads that's just traveling around in Milwaukee and eating everything and uh, drinking <laughs> everything inside. That's awesome, Chris. I think I would like to be demoted. To what? Oh. Well, if you demote me, then I don't have to sit at this desk and I can go to the shovel head reunion. Okay, so back yeah. to Ron. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Just saying. Well, if we got all of our shovel heads and went there, there'd be like 10 oh, more bikes. Dude. There you go. Like, now you're talking. I want to be demoted because like, it's all our amazing contributors that we couldn't do this without. That to get, get to go to all this cool stuff. Oh, you know what though, man? You know it's what I'm it's saying? just saying demotion wouldn't be bad. We get to go to a lot of stuff. I'll I'll be completely honest with you, dude. This was this was one that's seriously was on my on my personal list, and you know the my karma run over my dog, man. Well, hey, you that's, can carry our Facebook live from the yep. Shovelhead reunion. How's that? That's we it. do have be, somebody that will be there. We actually have a couple people that will and be I'll, there. I'll and I'll be more than happy be. to carry the live feed. More than happy to. So. Working with uh, working with Harley Davidson, all, all of that aside, like even just doing events, I, I wonder about this all the time. Like the the pressure, you know, because you do a motorcycle event anywhere, you want it to be cool, but doing something in Milwaukee, man, like what does that in the back of your mind? Are you like, okay, if I if I screw this up, I'm I'm in Milwaukee. This is where the motorcycle is they're, from. They're watching your every move. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I don't worry about it all that much. I was born and raised in Milwaukee, and I've been helping people in Milwaukee my whole life. So um, whenever I do something, um, I have a lot of friends that step up and, and help. So yeah. I don't worry about it too much. 
Um, and uh, it's really, uh, you know, it's like uh, that whatever. Together, everyone achieves more. And yep. dream work, uh, teamwork makes the dream work. So uh, it's really um, all the local sponsors, you know, uh, Harley Davidson and the museum. Um, you know, so like for the high voltage show this year, we're going to do another uh, high voltage chopper kit. And uh, the Paco uh, frame was donated by corporate Harley. Um, I did a little work for him, a little fab demo out in their new headquarters in Sturgis. And uh, I asked them if they could donate uh, the frame. So they're doing that. Uh, you know, the museum has always been there. Um, Iron Horse, uh, backs high voltage. I mean, I mean, everybody does. So it's really not that, it's not that difficult um, just because I've been around a long time. And I really enjoy planning the events, working with all the people, supporting people. And uh, we all work together so that kind of everyone, everyone is kind of uh, rewarded or takes part in it. So, uh, you know, usually if we have like food trucks or food vendors, they'll have to go back like, you know, two, three times to refill with the events. And um, I try to do events in the uh, Milwaukee County Park system as much as I can. Um, and, uh, you know, they in turn uh, sell the beers, give me a deal on custom high voltage and Milwaukee County Park branded pint glasses and stuff. So kind of everybody just pulls together to get these done in Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee's a little different. It's kind of like, a, I don't know what you call it, like a golden town or whatever. We're kind of a, a lot of people get along and uh support each other you know from the awesome. from the first time i started going up there with with my my buddy mike milwaukee mike like it's it's as close to what i can compare to pittsburgh you know it's a that river town you know blue collar like everybody everybody works hard and that you know they're together on shit like it's it's a really good town really is yeah and uh i i had uh I had somebody ask me uh, recently, like, you know, what what is it with Milwaukee? You know, everyone seems to get along pretty good. And, um, you know, what is it with, you know, the biker community and stuff? It's It doesn't seem like an us versus them. It seems like kind of everybody, the whole community supports uh, the biker scene. And it's really, <laughs> it's I, think it's, I think it's because of Harley Davidson. It's the home of Harley Davidson. And everybody knows somebody. Their their grandfather had a Harley or mm -hmm. their uncle had a Harley or their relative works at Harley or their grandfather worked at Harley or worked at, uh, you know, a subcontractor that supplied Harley in Milwaukee. So uh, it's kind of like a, not an us versus them. It's kind of all of us yeah. working together for stuff. Well, listen. Let's to, let's talk for a minute for people that might not have caught you the last time you were on the show, or or don't have the benefit of knowing the rest of the stuff you do. Let's talk a little bit about high voltage and and all the races and everything. All right, uh, the high voltage show started uh, as uh, a fundraiser for cancer research. So uh, I'm a cancer survivor. Um, I survived pancreatic cancer, and last July. Um, it moved to my liver and I survived liver cancer, which I, I went I went and uh, rode around the hills around Sturgis three weeks after surgery, but don't tell my surgeon <laughs> last year. That's amazing. So, yeah, so um, all the all the proceeds, all the all the money we raised through raffles and everything in the events goes to 
the We Care Fund at the Medical College of Wisconsin, and that was started by uh, Dr. Doug Evans, uh, the chief of surgery at um, at the Medical College of Wisconsin, right here in Milwaukee. And uh, he rides; he comes to the events. And um, that, you know, Dr. Evans came came to one, the first time he came to a high voltage show. He tapped me on the shoulder. I'm like, dude, we got to get a photo right away. He's like, why? I said, because your staff bet me you would never come to a motorcycle <laughs> event. And he started laughing. I go, what's so funny? He goes, they just said that because they don't know I used to ride, man. <laughs> and he started start telling me all these uh, stories. So, um, And then most recently, uh, so we kind of um, kind of expanded. I had, I had an opportunity to bring back uh, ice racing uh, at Wilson Park in Milwaukee. You know, again, I grew up in Milwaukee. Wilson Park was my park, uh, yeah, you know, where I went fishing, played softball, went swimming and everything. Well, back in the 80s, they used to have motorcycle ice racing as part of the winter festival there. So we brought that back. And then, oh boy. And the AMA asked me to do the ice race grand national championship. So we've been doing that. Dude, I'm bummed with um, the, we couldn't and, come up uh, for that. All the proceeds again uh, for the grand uh, national championship ice races go to, um, they're earmarked, uh, they go to the We Care Fund and they're earmarked for cancer research. And we have a high voltage hooligan class as well so uh this last february at the grand um at the ice race grand national championships in wisconsin here high voltage uh grand championship uh we had almost 240 race entries wow so it's just pretty pretty wild yeah after the the last interview we had talking about those races all i wanted to do was come watch them you sold them perfectly like the setup the people like dude they're awesome that got to be a ton of fun Oh yeah, that's a blast. Dude, and, there's uh, there's nothing like it. There's no there's no other racing that's that's like yeah. ice racing. Like it's a it's a whole cultural thing in in, a, in and of itself. Yeah, and I raced my uh, shovel head. I set my shovel head up as a hooligan ice racer, and I raced that. I I had to. Um, <laughs> you just had to. I, I just had to. <laughs> but I set it up as a hooligan bike, and uh, I raced it the last two years in the. Um, in the grand championship ice race so last year i took fourth this year ninth you you know what i think it is too man like the the racing is bitching there's there's no doubt about that like it's it's amazing to watch these bikes they go around the track like they're on rails but it's really the 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 culture that's around the racetrack reminds me so much of like 70s motocross you know like when you used to go to the motocross and it was in the middle of a farm field and you had the the handmade snow cones and shit like no amenities that's still what this is like you know the the whole thing with the hot chocolate and everybody standing around and you know the 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 camaraderie and the fellowship that goes on around the track is is part of what makes all of this oh yeah uh last year's uh national champion who received the number one plate in the high voltage hooligan class um jj flaherty he couldn't race because of an injury so he helped out dave kilkenny this year uh he was crew chief and dave dave won the national championship in the high voltage hooligan class on a flat tire (laughs) um and uh, it was it was pretty awesome so then uh we also um expanded to uh this year um, a friend of mine uh, who did a, uh, a rally in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, to benefit the Children's Hospital, um, he asked if, if I could help promote uh, a half-mile race at the Elkhorn track. 
And um, you could probably go, if you wanted to bring that up, you could probably go to uh, Shovelhead Reunion on Facebook or my personal Facebook page and scroll down. And the, um, the Facebook Live that we did from that uh, is still up as a post if you wanted to do that. But that, uh, that benefited the uh, Children's Hospital. Yeah, so if you go down, I guess you'd have to go over to posts. Um, I'm so bad. We could try mine. <laughs> you can find the post. There should be a there should be a live feed still sitting there. Um, I'm so bad at this. You think it you would could be, be good? Yeah, or you could go to Ronster. You could try mine. It should be easy to find. Okay. Well, go ahead. Tell us while I'm searching. All right, so we did the high voltage half mile um, at the track in Elkhorn. That all benefited the Children's Hospital. And uh, there you go, right there. So if you go, I'm gonna tell you, you a secret. The, my grandma is probably the biggest. <laughs> Somebody's grandma. Move the uh, slider over to 34 minutes in. Um, that's the beginning. Uh, we we went live uh, about 34 minutes too early uh, but the um, the Harley Museum sponsored the vintage class so about 30 they're lining them up our first main event of the day it is our vintage class number 31 Chuck Clark 59 Rick Reed 73 71G Eric Bass 24 Frank Anderson 75 Aaron Hout the 42 is Thomas Pratt row number 2 is the 52 of Keith here I'll scroll through some of it like a two-stroke, yeah. maybe a bull taco. There you go, vintage class. Dude, motorcycle. that's pretty cool. Those bull tacos are my new favorite bike oh. to watch on flat track. Like <clears throat> herding cats out there, trying to get them lined up. So pretty wild. So um, bikes. It looks like there's at least one small motor out. There. So we had many, many classes out there, uh, and again, uh, while we ran Facebook Live uh, through the. Um, through the Harley-Davidson Museum, uh, even the AMA um, carried it. Uh, we carried it on Shovelhead Reunion. Um, there's just so many, so many people uh, shared that Facebook Live. And again, it was a lot of fun. A lot of people came out, and it was all uh, to benefit the Children's Hospital through the Rustic Road Rally um, and the Rustic Road Riders out of Elkhorn, Wisconsin. And that's 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 good production. You guys got multiple camera angles going on, all yeah. kind of shit. And that was all yeah. older older bikes too, right? Like all vintage. So that was oh like, yeah. This for this class was vintage. Yeah, that was like oh, we had a hooligan class, uh, another high voltage hooligan class. Uh, we had a women's class. Um, uh, we had a lot of classes. There was like so, forty. Uh, there was some great, great, great racing that day, and that track. Um, that track was built in the 1930s as a horse racing track. That is gravel. That oh. is uh, crushed limestone oh. gravel. And, you know, oh. road riders are like, I'm not getting anywhere near gravel. These guys are racing on this half mile gravel yeah. cushion track. Yeah, call it. So they, they can hit 85, 90 on that straightaway on that half mile. That's hey, like that was 35 tons of motorcycle on that track right now. One well, back back <laughs> back in the day of like the 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 local. Uh, fair circuits and stuff we used to race shit like that on yeah. dirt bikes and everything yep. they called them farm boy farm, classes yeah farm class yep yeah it's a blast so um motorcycle racing there at elkhorn started in the 19 uh early 1960s and by 1966 it was the um they had the first ama national there at elkhorn 
I was a five mile national. And uh, I don't know if you remember like Don, uh, the photographer, Danny Lyons, uh, he had a book called the bike riders. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of photos of Elkhorn, Wisconsin and people riding to Elkhorn. And, uh, that was, that was for that national in 1966 at Elkhorn at this track. Wow. So it's pretty cool. Some, some of the racers can send, consider this like the uh indianapolis 500 or the brickyard of wisconsin right um even in 1966 uh if you read some of the press releases and and articles and stuff it was it was called uh one of the premier tracks in the midwest <clears throat> so we we need to start making sure when you're doing this stuff that we are getting the uh the rtmp and yeah and we, taking this stuff live was too. our um, catalytic converter disaster weekend <laughs> Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Luck, luck yeah. of the draw. Dude, how about how about yeah. it? only us, right? We're in a restaurant and someone cuts not one catalytic converter, but on a sprinter van, oh, they no. have two in a row. Cut it off while we were in the restaurant. 600 <laughs> miles away from home. Educated crackheads. <laughs> you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, so but, I got to thank for did that. Did you know that, that a catalytic for that. converter on a Mercedes is $6,800? <laughs> well, that's why you don't buy Mercedes. Crazy. So, oh, good Lord. so I got to thank uh, MotorQuest Network, John at MotorQuest Network for uh, putting together that Facebook Live. Uh, he used to be a TV station manager and um, he, he did uh, an outstanding job yeah, uh, really getting did. that out to, to the everyone. The production was great, but that's that's yeah. what I'm saying. Let's let's make sure we get us hooked up with him and right. and we'll get this stuff out on all of our whole network, yeah. you know, because that's. People would people would love to see this. I feel bad that that we kind of dropped the ball on that. Let's do cool. that from now on. No, we're ready, man. Uh, so if you want to, we're going to be doing the same thing. We're going to be doing Facebook uh, live from the Shovelhead reunion periodically. So if you want to work with John, uh, yeah, I'll send you some emails or check some of the emails I already sent uh, for his contact information. I'll just send you his. Um, I'll send. I'll CC you. I think I have. I think I still have his contact. Um, I'll just send over. I think you should just need our, our TMPs, but we'll talk about that offline. Yep. Yep. Milwaukee, we'll Mike, I wish we could come up this weekend, but Chris actually has to go build a shovel head. <laughs> Which is awesome, but at the same yeah. time, I was really hoping to have this one done for this event. And this is, I'll, I'll show you this real quick. This is this year's Twisted T-Bike. When we're when we're all said and done with this one, someone's someone's gonna get to walk away with this motorcycle. But I just yesterday did the I, I used an old forty nine oil tank and used in a swing arm frame. Last week we did the uh, the Jeff Cochran conversion for the um, the drop seat Gosh. they call it. It yep. makes it like the fifty eight to sixty four frame, and I'm having so much fun with it. But it's just I wanted there would have been nothing cooler than to ride this <laughs> thing into that event, man. Do you have um, a picture with the bags on it? I don't. Oh, it looks so good. You could get it ready for the high voltage show September 11th. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's could right. Do that. So we also do uh, drag racing at the Milwaukee Mile. Uh, the dates, I, I can't remember the dates specifically, but uh, it's once a month during the summer on the straightaway at the Milwaukee Mile. And that's... Uh, um, in conjunction with the MKE Street Drag, so it's a long name. It's a high high voltage, um, and MKE Street Drags uh, motorcycle and chopper drag races. Uh, I should have the new dates up there. Um, Saturday, June nineteenth. Tuesday, July twentieth. Saturday, August twenty eighth. 
Tuesday, September yeah, 21st. Yeah, run what you brung. So uh, we come out, you can see there's choppers out there. There's shovel heads and stuff. There's uh, pan heads, knuckle heads. Eric and Jennifer Bass came out with their knuckle heads last year. Um, and we have a blast. There's electric bikes out there. <laughs> it's pretty It's pretty wild. Yeah, buddy. Well, you and got it's at the historic Milwaukee Mile Speedway. You have a, a mad fan club on here. Everybody's giving you props. Um, let's see. Wow. Vicky Sanfilippo says Pan wants to race vintage people class. Yeah. Um, I mean, there needs to be a, a class for vintage people, not vintage bikes. <laughs> <laughs> Pan, Pan and Vicky are great people, great friends. Don't, uh, don't they? Legends. Don't they have like a super vet class? I mean, once listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being hard on Pan. I'm just saying, once you play God, there's no way to go back. To, <laughs> you know what I mean? You run with it. Yeah. <laughs> if you go through the comments, Lindsay Haletta said at Jack Pine Gypsies last weekend they had an over sixty class. There was an eighty-year-old out yeah, there. Yeah, buddy. Wow, that's oh, awesome. Yeah. Motorcycles make you tough, son. <laughs> hey, we had Chuck Dickinson racing at the uh, high voltage half mile in Elkhorn. Yeah. He's eighty. Uh, he might be eighty-one now, but he's not going to awesome. slow down. Oh, but listen, we love we love Vicky and and Pan both, man, and I think we're actually going to get to spend some time with them, right? Yeah, on the chase. Yes. Yes, very awesome. Yep. Yeah, they're cool. Uh, Vicky came out to the uh, the high voltage uh, ice race grand championship, and she was the official uh, track nurse. That worked out then. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She won't race though, but she'll she'll come out and do her nursing. No, she'll just take care of all of us idiots that go flying off the side <laughs> of the track. <laughs> uh, right on. Well, listen, man. Tell everybody where they can keep track of you. Um, we're going to do our due diligence to make sure that we're getting more of the stuff that you're doing out because I'm I'm amazed and and I think I do a lot of stuff. I'm amazed at all the stuff that you're involved in, dude. It's uh, you know, uh, it's a labor of love. Uh, for me, uh, a busy mind is a happy mind. So the more I can do, um, the more my mind stays busy, and then I don't have I don't have uh, time to uh, like get down and just keep moving. But uh, it also helps people. So we're helping, um, you know, we're helping support world class cancer research at the Medical College of Wisconsin here. Uh, the half mile races help the Children's Hospital, which is literally right next door. Uh, to the medical um, college on the same campus. And, um, you know, it supports local vendors and everything. Um, and uh, it's just motorcycle fun. Anything anything related to motorcycles, uh, I'm all about that. Yes, uh, when I'm on my bike, it's, uh, it's really the only place I'm uh, truly happy and I can chill is when I'm, when I'm on a bike, either riding or racing. Well, and I can appreciate what you're saying there too. For for you, a, a busy mind's a happy mind, but you know you got to understand that for a lot of people, that's the same thing that you're doing for them, right? You know, so you look cool. around that that crowd that that you gather for some of this stuff, and you know those those people are appreciating that same medicine. All right, cool. Yeah, I had a uh, thanks. I had a friend of mine said, uh, you know, with the cancer and everything, he said, Ron. Uh, life gave you lemons and you made lemonade for everybody to enjoy so that's really it's really what it's about come out have some fun uh, most of these events are free uh, the shovelhead reunion just come out man there's no entry fee or anything 
high voltage show. There's no entry fee. Um, we raise a lot of a lot of our uh, money through donations and uh, raffles, raffle items. So uh, we just we just want people to come out, help support cancer research, and uh, have some fun, man. That's awesome. Yes, sir. Can we'll I ask that. one quick question before you let him go, yes. Chris? Yeah, man. I want to know who does his poster art for his I show. I know, right? Oh, uh, your Kevin artist is Re incredible. Uh, oh, the oh, that's uh, Kevin at Kelvis Art. Uh, uh, did that one uh, back there, and um, I we had uh, great artists like Richie Hurley did a um, a great uh, graphic. Yeah, that's uh, he's out of England. Um, Matt from um, Frontiersman Studios out of Canada. Um, just people from all over um, sending in artwork and everything. But the one nice the one behind done. me that was uh, Kevin at Kelvis Art. The banner is uh, the banners and the T-shirts and everything. That's Kevin at uh, Reaction Graphics. So uh, we just had a lot of a lot of people. Uh, Nikki at uh, Dead Brain Laboratory did some graphics for us. Um, so, uh, like I said, man, it's just uh, you know teamwork makes the dream work. Everyone pulling together and um, pulling together for a good cause and a good time. All right on. Listen, go check them out. Um, hit these events because this is these are people that that yep. love motorcycle events themselves. Watch, go check them out. Watch HighVoltage414.com. There you go. Let me throw that up one more time for you. All right, buddy. Well, listen. Thanks for being with us tonight. I Thank appreciate you. you taking some time, ladies and gentlemen. Ron Brefka, High Voltage. Go check out the ice races, the drag races. Be at the Shovelhead reunion and and comment on our next show that we're losers for not being there <laughs> unless we happen we'll to pop in there. yeah but well, so, you could yeah. demote me and you could go one way and i could go the other I'm, Just listen saying. i'm I mean, okay with divide that divide and conquer i'm okay with that don't push it i'll, I'll, I'll take one for the team divide and conquer <laughs> get that shovel head done and come out to the high voltage show september 11th yes sir all right ron thanks a lot man we'll talk to you again thank soon. you see you ron so good yeah. so good you know like seriously man i hope i hope to have the kind of yeah i know michael michael johnson just call us losers <laughs> love you too mike Loser. love you too <laughs> i hope to have the kind of uh the kind of mental makeup to to take care of other people when i'm when i'm having a hard time myself you know like that's like he said getting life gives you lemonade and you made lemon or you gives you lemons and you make lemonade for everybody to enjoy that's awesome Amen. keeps it busy Stay all busy. right man hey this is chris with cycle source magazine you are watching shop talk this is 90 to 120 minutes all the bullshit we can fit we do this every sunday 9 p.m on the east coast Brought to you through the courtesy of the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. I forgot to say that we're 50 floors below the street level tonight. Coming to you live from Source Media Headquarters. And uh, we're going to take two minutes, pay some bills, and come back. And we're going to have our second guest of the night. Don't go anywhere. Everything we do at the track shapes what we build for the street and the dirt. You can see how bad these guys want it. A race to the line. For us, racing is not for the trophies or the glory. We compete because it makes everything we do faster, more durable, and tested to a higher standard. 
For SNS, racing is the ultimate in proven performance, and we've been proving it since 1958. Hey, what's happening? It's Xavier with Providence Cycle Works, and you're watching Shop Talk. My name is Ray Giannis. I'm from Ormond Beach, Florida. Got into motorcycling, I mean, at a very early age, like every young guy does with mini bikes, go-karts, that kind of stuff. I got a frame for a mini bike. I strapped that thing, it had no brakes. All my shoes had holes in it. I grew up with Warren and Billy Lane uh, when I moved. When I moved from New Jersey, I moved to Miami. Billy's a little bit younger than Warren and I. They've been cool since day one, man. I mean, I can't lie. My parents, you know, they came from Cuba. My dad moved to New York City in 1959, you know, right when Castro took over. I joined the Navy in uh, 1986. And my chief had a Harley Davidson there. And, he had an old FLH and he would ride this thing in his uniform every day. Had a 67 Sportster with a Magneto. Don't recommend it. My first Harley was 1989. I've never been without a Harley since. I retired Miami, you know. I was in law enforcement there for 20, 23 years. Now this is what I enjoy. You know, it's kind of like a Ripley's Believe It or Not, like everything shrunk down. Small lathe, small drill press. You know, when it's cold, it's cold as hell out here and it's you know, you get condensation and stuff. I don't have much wall space, but I have a little bit of everything that's important to me, you know. After a long day, come in here and just, this is my happy place. I'm grateful. I thank God every day. You don't have to be the best fabricator. You don't have to be the best designer. You don't have to be the best mechanic. You don't have to be the best welder. You don't have to be the best anything. Just make sure that what you do, that you're gonna be proud of it when you're done, that you don't take shortcuts and that it's done the right way. I'm Ray Giannis from Ormond Beach, Florida, and I'm a Dennis Kirk garage builder. This is Rick from RKB and you're watching Shop Talk. Okay, and we're back in the studio, in the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. Glad to see you guys stuck with us and we still got more. Don't go anywhere. Shop Talk, coming to you live with some great content. Um, man, Sturgis, <laughs> right? Looking at that Iron Horse commercial, I was like, oh yeah, that's like next month. Oh my <laughs> not, God. Not far away. Oh my God, dude. The year is going so fast. That was, you know, the one bad thing in the beginning of the show, I said the thing about, you know, who else is glad that events are coming back. But I didn't mean who's glad that they're coming back to hyperspeed, <laughs> you know, because we went from sitting on our asses waiting for things to happen to like now it's every week there's three and four things that we got to get to and get done and we're right back in it man 
Yeah, no one said it was going to be easy. I fun. guess it's going to be fun, but it's not going to be easy. I guess I should be. I guess I should be grateful. But speaking of Sturgis coming up, man, um, we've talked about this a couple times. There is an opportunity for you to do some good stuff here, not only to uh, take a chance at winning a motorcycle for what could be a twenty dollar ticket, but this motorcycle was built by Charlie Brechtel. A lot of you guys from the Chopper Town family will remember Charlie from his Good Time Charlie shows. The drawing for this bike is held August 13th, last day of Sturgis. This was the golden chopper that was going to be given away in Charlie's second full feature film. Unfortunately, he was taken from us before he got an opportunity to uh, to complete the film. The people behind the bike and the film all decided to um, give it up for the Sturgis Motorcycle Museum and Hall of Fame. All of the proceeds, the minute you hit send on your payment for the $20 ticket, it goes straight to the museum. It's all going in in honor of Charlie, and I can't think of a better way that, that we could remember Charlie. You know, as much as the, the Buffalo chip was his crowning joy, you know, when he finally got to, to play that stage and, and be part of the national motorcycle scene on that level. So do us a favor. Throw 20 bucks at it, man. Um, they're doing six tickets for 100 also, but... Like I said, even even twenty bucks would go a long way, and you could win a bitch and pan. I was gonna say a hundred dollars right. take a chance of winning that bike. Good move, mm-hmm. yeah, buddy. Score. So uh, second guest is no slouch in in the world of bitch and motorcycles either. And over to you, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I love Yay. doing that to her. Booyah. You're such a. <laughs> anyway, Jay Rogers. Um. He is the promoter and the host of the Iowa Hog Drags and Nostalgia Reunion um, taking place this July uh, out in the, uh, I'm going to call it the cornfields of Iowa because that's all I know that's in Iowa other than Pastor Patch Hanson. Um, but he's he's a great guy. He's doing this really from a good place in his heart. And uh, I'm really excited to get to know him while you guys do. Awesome. Well, let's uh, let's roll. Jay, we thought we lost you there for a minute. <laughs> I thought we did too, but here we are. <laughs> so tell it, tell us about the Iowa Hog, hog Drags and Nostalgia Reunion. Uh, we want to we want to know about this event. It's a bit of a throwback. Um, a lot of what went on in the AMRA and the HDRA was the final evolution back in the eighties of what folks like Joe Smith and Joe Thronson and Glenn Kerr and uh, T.C. Christensen and them had all done in the 70s. Of course, Tom McLaughlin and Jim Milstead and those guys with drag bike and uh, everything they had going on the East Coast all kind of came to fruition in the Midwest in the 80s with a bunch of guys out in the cornfield and said, hey, let's see how fast our motorcycles are. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that... Uh, wasn't really that big of a deal in and of itself. It was just a bunch of guys out dicking around, but it turned into something a lot bigger. And uh, to quote Jackie Hill from last year's event was that it, it kind of became a thing and everybody knew where they were going to be at on the 4th of July. And it was out in a cornfield and I was sweating your ever loving behind off, <laughs> having a little bit of good time on motorcycles. And, uh, you know, the abate party was going on at the same time. Of course, that's all changed a little bit, and that's kind of what brought it into the 
the Iowa Hog Drags back in the late 80s, early 90s was kind of a split between them and and just the whole scene changing significantly at that point. But uh, what we try to do today is take a look back from the beginning to the end and the end being today where we are and, and see what we can do to say thank you to all those folks that put in so much time and effort to get us where we're at today. I mean, we've got top fuel motorcycles running in the sixes. We've got the top fuel metrics running in the fives. It's, we've got the bagger classes, the stuff that George Bryce and Andy Simon, guys like that Damn. are doing. Uh, Joe Perry with the hot street. You know, it's just incredible what these guys are doing. But we try to take a moment and look back and celebrate how we got to where we're at today by getting this old junk out of the closets and up from under the tarps and taking it out and dumping a little bit of rice, race gas in it and uh, seeing what we can do to break it so we can work on it again next time. Now, listen, that, that picture right there really, really says it all for me, too, because I'm a, I'm a child of the 70s, and, you know, even when I was too young to be out here on motorcycles, I was enamored by the culture and, you know, especially being from Pennsylvania when we had – you know keystone dragway right up the street and you know we weren't far away from from new jersey from english town like this was hagerstown yeah between dirt and asphalt drag racing was it for us oh, yeah. you know what i mean right. and, and man i can remember i'm having fast eddie flashbacks on that picture well you know and looking at this picture mark like with it's it's just lined with cornfields like i think about the the quarter mile hump that was in keystone oh right? yeah <laughs> right you, you actually at one point it, it was so bad that the front tire and the wheelie bars would lift the rear tire off the ground <laughs> right right we quit racing there hdra we wouldn't even go to the hdra yeah. so we raced right. street class b street class had the fastest b street class harley in the world seven years in a row we wouldn't race there anymore they'd bitch at us because we wouldn't show up and the old joke about Humboldt was it was a good track as long as they mowed it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the track's significantly improved now, you know. I mean, the, the new track manager, James Barheight, it's now North Iowa Dragway. He's done a lot of work out there. We've got 1,800 feet of shutdown. You don't have to be nice. afraid how fast you're going to go. We've, yeah, got, right. we've got nitro bikes running 450s, 460s, 470s out there. It's going to be a fast weekend. Yeah. The track record's down low fours with an altered fuel car. What's the temperature? Uh, you know, so it's a good track, and that picture, the one that you picked, Chris, is a great one to pick because Troy and uh, that's Troy Fitro and his uh, wife Diana, they're out of Davenport and they race with Twang, and they've been associated with this stuff going clear back to the AMRA days. Yeah. And that is a wild ass 114 inch shovel head, and he's chased me down a couple times and run me down, and I always love hearing that big thing come screaming behind me. And uh, and Troy and Twang have really stepped up this year to help support our race putting some seed money in some of the vintage classes. That picture there, that's Lee Wickstrom's knuckle dragger out of Minnesota. And boy, I tell you what, right there is a tribute to what we're trying to do. Look look at the tank. Yeah. Didn't we just There's pull so, dude, that's that didn't we just put one of those on your mini bike? <laughs> yeah, we did. Right. Dude. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's a dual carb alcohol knucklehead. Oh, dude. Transmission in it sometimes. He has some trouble making that work, but uh, right now it's running a four speed. But Lee has been my nemesis in the last, I don't know, eight, nine years. Him and I get together. I run a 74-inch Ironhead. And every year that big knucklehead chases me down. But I finally got out of him hard enough last year at Humboldt to to take one from him. I, I can't wait to give it another try. <laughs> well, and you know, man, I wasn't saying anything at all bad about any of the tracks back in the day or the professionalism. I'm just saying that, like, 
Made us that better was, riders. Yeah, that was that was part of it all. That yeah, was right. part of it all, man. Yeah. I mean, knowing knowing which tracks were like mud and which tracks were like the surface of the moon, and you know, yeah, you know, good and that's shit. a lot of what's changed. You know, I mean, what we used to think was no, we didn't care. You know, we made laps there. I, I ran a, a B fuel bike, ten inch tire, high gear bike in uh, ninety and ninety two over Humboldt. And that bouncing around didn't bother me a bit. I just loved it, you know. And, and it's this race is a lot more than the track, the venue. It's it's a it's an amalgamation of everything that's gone on for the last fifty years, and and a little bit of a throwback and a thank you to all the guys that worked so hard to to let yeah. us do what we do today, you know. Well, you know, you have a let. Let's take a second and give some props and and show everybody your shirt. Yeah, right on, man. <laughs> Is that's, Pete and Jackie. That's where it starts and ends yeah, right there, buddy. Pete and Jackie. Absolutely. Hill. He's a good man right there. Yep. So glad to well, be able dearly. to call call the two of them friends. And you know, we got to see um back in Bonneville a couple years ago, we got to pit with Pete and Jackie through oh through Drew Drew and Ashley Woodford. And uh better than that though, it was great to pit with them and <clears throat> that whole deal, but they had a thing called the Legends Dinner. And uh, Pete and Jackie were up on the panel, and at the Legends dinner, while you're <clears throat> while you're eating dinner, they go through the legends that are up on the panel, and they all get to tell stories. And uh, <laughs> Jackie was telling a story about how they used to fight in the pits, and um, and I think Pete was talking about how she 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 always mixed his fuel, you know, and he knew that one day they had an argument. And, uh, she mixed it a little hot. She mixed it hot, and he said, "I knew as soon as I fired it up." He said, "Woman, what did you do with this with the fuel in this bike?" And she said, "You just go out and get us that money." <laughs> oh my God! Now that's love. Oh, she's amazing. I love her. I love Jackie. Yeah, she is the definition of a hot shit. She really. Oh, is. she really is. She really. And I like. I'm gonna totally throw you under the bus, Chris. When you realize that Pete Hill was pit there you oh. totally fanboyed of course of you were course like, do you see who Everyone? that is do you see who that is that is pete hill i can't believe i'm pitting with pete hill listen that yeah, dude he was uh, a legend in our times he did, oh i know yeah that that cat didn't have balls he invented balls yeah. he invented balls yeah it was like, somebody that we looked up to and yep. we started racing just to try and be something something like him you know yeah buddy so then l later on later on like in the beginning of the magazine we uh we we sponsored Hildebrand in the in the Pro Fuel, and he was he was doing some good things yeah. in the in HDRA. I was that was right at the tail end of HDRA when it switched over to Spevco Spev, and stuff. Yep, and yeah, that was that was a shame, man. It was a shame to see that it was just starting to get hot. You yeah. know, people were starting to flock to the races, and I remember going the first couple of races. There was nobody there, and near the end when it started dying, there was tons of people. The st yeah. the, the stands were packed. It was always a good time. But that's that's a credit that's a credit to what you guys are doing here in a, in a long short long about way. I mean, you know, this this all started with with independent race promoters that were putting stuff together and and doing it because it was fun and it's so good to see this back. Yeah, and, and here's the reality: I'm not a promoter. I never wanted to be a promoter. <laughs> but you make I the love best the race ones motorcycles, now. and I've got some old shit that doesn't qualify anymore with what's going on today. I could spend some money and I could step up a little bit, but I bought my dad out here about 10 years ago or so on our whole race program, which was a gas bike and everything else. And 
our only goal at that time was to try to do a little bit better than dad did with it. Not really change it much, but get it out there and go down the track with it. Yeah. And uh, as a result of that, we've built this whole relationship with this extreme. It's an amazing community. We've got so many guys, Henry Brothers Racing. We've got Al Belize, Mike Henry, Brad Henry, Chris Henry. We've got Leo Hess and Brian Hess. I mean, we've got some of the original Go Fast dudes helping us do what we do. And, uh, you know, we don't, we try really hard to be as open as possible. I want every motorcycle that thinks they have what it takes to be part of what we do to show up. And, you know, if, if we got a vintage or a nostalgia class for you, we'll put you there. If we don't, we're going to put you somewhere else. You're going to have a good time with us. That's what we do. We're here to race. I don't, this is a total philanthropic thing for me. Every, I won a hundred dollars last year because I took runner up in my class. That's my bike right there with my right boy. Uh, I took runner-up in my class last year. It went right back into the pot for this year. I, I don't care about the money. And, you know, we get teams all the time. Uh, give us 500 bucks for travel money. And we'd love to do that. But above and beyond that, we want people to show up here because they want to be a part of what we're that's doing. Show up because they love Not because of the money. And, yep. and that's really what it comes down to. We throw some money at the Nitro Bikes because those guys are trying to make a living at this. Yeah. And if they're not making a living, they're damn sure spending a lot of money just uh, to yeah. go out. Also say that's so we try to put the money bike. together for the Nitro Bikes. Yeah. But otherwise, this is about getting together with people. And Jackie Hill called it a family reunion. After the second event, I got a a letter from Jackie. My wife told me that it had come in the mail, and I was terrified because everybody knows Jackie knows she's not outspoken. <laughs> I mean, she'll tell you what she thinks. And I opened the letter, and within about two sentences, I was just, I was gobsmacked, and I felt so good about what we were doing that Jackie signed on with it. And, you know, I mean, she likened it to a family reunion. That's really the way it feels for us. Yeah. You know, my days started out in this shit. I was a hill climber back in the 70s on old junk Kawasaki. Damn. And I ran off and joined the army. My dad started drag racing motorcycles. I still race the bike that my dad started racing in 1985, and my boy's taking it over for me. So you know, I mean, it, for us, it's it's a family thing. It's it's about getting out with these folks and hanging out with them for the weekend. And if we get a little racing in, then great. If we don't, who gives a shit? Let's have a good time. Yeah, that's it. Racing's fun. I mean, and you said it right there. You got the top fuel guys. Uh, if they're if they're not making a living at it, boy, they're spending a lot of money on those yeah, bikes. Absolutely. So for the smaller guys to come and support that and put on a show, I mean that's what it's all about. It's about a show. So hey, everybody come out and race their ass off. Check this check this comment out from Ken Kathy Holloway. Pete is ninety oh, years know, old and still rides his motorcycle to work. That's so awesome. I, I knew Pete was in his eighties. I didn't realize he was ninety. And Ken and Kathy Holloway are sandbagging a little bit. Ask Ken what he's bringing to Humboldt. He's yeah. got three pieces of Bonnie Truitt's Drag Racing oh, Empire. Wow. And Ken is bringing every bit of that up to Humboldt to spend the weekend with us. Wow, is that cool. Bonnie is the Legends Award this year. We started this last year with Barry's help. Uh, last year, the Legends Award was Joe Smith and Barry made a beautiful little uh, representation of Joe Smith's uh, knucklehead drag bike. And that was the trophy for the fastest Nitro ET of the event of the weekend. Uh, this year, the honoree is Bonnie. Um, we believe, I don't have 100% confirmation yet, but we believe that we have Scott coming up with Dale Nungasser to make laps and race with us in our fuel classes. Uh, we've got somewhere on the order of 15 to 20 various and assorted vintage and nostalgia gas bikes, Yamahas, Triumphs. Kai Michelson, the Rocket Man. I mean, how about that for a legend? Kai's yeah. going to be there. That's me right there. 
Kai's going to be there for the weekend with a little triumph that I helped him buy from Ron Schaefer last year. Uh, he's going to be out there making some laps with us. Uh, Glenn and Carolyn Kerr coming up from Louisiana with Double Trouble. Uh, Doc and Kirsten are coming down from Shawana with their whole show. I mean, we got a great thing going on here. We're trying so hard to build it up. I'm not a promoter. I'm a, I'm a damn drag racer who got stuck in the middle of something he wanted to be a hey, part listen, of. Hey, listen. I don't really want to be a part of. <laughs> I don't feel bad for you because I'm I'm a publisher. I'm not a publisher, and I still can't spell. But somehow, <laughs> this is this is what happens. Like, everybody goes, damn, we ought to do something. We ought to all get together. And, and everybody looks around and points at you, and, and that's it. Right? Your, your number's up. It's your turn to do shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I'm good with it. You know what I mean? I'm surrounded by really cool stuff. The weather's hanging behind me. I can't get the camera side right. Well, in all reality. Well, Dance and Holly, from, uh, his name was Campy, and he was one of the biggest drag racers in, around back in the 70s and 80s. Ran all kinds of wild stuff, a side-by-side Ironhead. And when he passed away, his family reached out to us. They didn't have very many pictures of him racing. And uh, so we reached out to our community, and, and they ended up with hundreds of pictures of Campy racing. And mm. uh, as a little bit of a thank you, they turned over his leathers to me to to take charge of until they go on to the next person, which in all likelihood is going to be a museum with some of my junk that I've collected. I mean, you can see them all behind me. I got some pretty neat crap laying around from all over the racing community. And, and this is what we do is it's putting this story together and putting it in front of people and saying, thank you to the guys that did it. Well, you keep saying I'm not a promoter, but if you think about it, uh, better to have somebody like you, who's heart of the racing, yeah. it's going to bring it back to the racers compared to some, you know, shit, corporation shit or yeah. some dude with money that has well, a really killer affliction show hey, when we he shows just, up. We were just talking about we were just talking about the yep. end of HDRA. Yeah, that's, right. You know, look that that's, that's how happened. good a, yeah. a corporation did with it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and and big props to Bill Roll for trying to put it back together and those guys. You know, yeah, and, and, and at that show going on at that point and, at uh, the end, there was a killer lineup of racers that were. You know, they were all out when that all fell apart. They they all went in different directions. But, man, that was a show. We showed up for those races. You knew you were going to see some head-to-head racing. We expect to have 20 to 30 fuel bikes at our event this oh. uh, two weeks here. I mean, we're, I, you know, I don't know for sure, but we're trying really hard to be the biggest non-sanctioned. We don't go up against AMRA or HDR. We don't want to. Yeah. We don't want to go up against Hogs on Wild. We're our own little thing out here in the middle of nowhere. And we want people that believe in it to be a part of it and, and invite them all and welcome them all. We got some uh, questions here. William King wants to know, Jay, can I run a naturally aspirated bike on the drag strip? Absolutely. I mean, we have classes for metrics. We have classes. So we've got a run what you run <laughs> class. Uh, we've got the Money Bike ET class. The Money Bike ET class is kind of a catch-all for anything that doesn't fit. Uh, that class, the only rule there is no delay boxes. We don't care what fuel, we don't care what aspiration, we don't care what configuration. It's a money bike class. You pay your money, you take your chances. There are uh, buybacks allowed. It's an ET class. You're up against yourself on the tree for the most part, but yeah, you can make laps with us. Uh, the run with your bone class, the only real difference there is that uh, there's no buybacks allowed. Um, and then we've got our vintage classes, which are cut off at Shovelhead and Ironhead for this year. We're probably going to have to open it up to Evos pretty soon because we do try to follow the AMCA guidelines for antiques. Uh, that's not this year, though. This year it's Shovelhead and uh, Ironhead and then uh, single overhead cam metrics. And then pretty much any 
British Pushrod, Norton's, whatever, Triumph, USA, we don't really care. We've got, those are index classes. We've got a 750 index and a 650 index. And then again, thanks to motorcycle specialties out of Davenport, we've got a vintage open class this year. And uh, Rockford, Rockford Liquidation Warehouse has stepped up huge and put seed money in every single class. That's all out racing with Al Belize and Brad Henry and those guys out of Rockford. Uh, they bring a ton of really wonderful equipment to hang out with us for the weekend. I, it's, I'm telling you what, if you went to a museum to look at drag racing related stuff and enjoyed it, this is going to make your whole damn life because yeah, all yeah. that stuff in that museum is on this track and it's tearing it up. Yep. We break my bike every damn time we get it out. Yeah, listen, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. I've been to the Wally Parts Museum and sitting here going through your photo roll tonight is like looking on the wall at pictures yeah. from the tracks there. That's insane. And that's just a tiny sample of the. I mean, we had James Hershberger took I don't know how many hundreds of great shots. There's a link on our webpage there on the Nostalgic Drag Bike Racing League to find his stuff, Brad Henry. James Whistleman's another great guy that comes over and shoots for us for nothing. You know, we're all doing this because we love it. That's that's what it's all about. You know, come hang out with us. We've got Lee Wickstrom, who dominated the AMRA back in the late 80s with the Beast. Uh, he's goofed around with us for the last few years with the Knuckle Dragger, and now this year he's done a full recreation of the Beast that he raced back in the 80s. And good Lord willing and the creek don't rise, he's bringing it to Humboldt this year to make laps again. And so, you know, I mean, it's just, it's one story like this after another, and and it's really what we want to do. We want we want everybody to be involved. We, we're not going to write no rules to keep anybody out. Matter of fact, we'll change every rule we have that makes getting you in for the weekend. Well, it looks like we might have an opportunity to get our own Milwaukee Mike to the track. He said it's not that far. Um, is there camping on site? And someone told him, all the corn you can eat. So I'm th- I'm thinking if I maybe if I get him some a couple bucks for gas, we might we might have an embedded reporter and some butter, of course. Yeah. That'd be outstanding. And yeah, there is free cramp, uh, primitive camping on the premises. Um, I sent Heather the official poster that'll be in the uh, bait newspaper for the weekend. Of course, at the same time, our deal's going on. We've got the Algona Freedom Rally, which you know pulls ten to twelve thousand people on a good year. You know, this is our third year, and. Uh, you know, we're really trying to get somewhere. The first year we had about 1,200 through the gate. And then, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe 20 competitors all told, half a dozen nitro bikes. Last year with COVID, our gate was down to about 1,000 people. But uh, we had over 60 competitors, including about a dozen fuel bikes. And this mm. year it's starting to look like we've got north of 20 fuel bikes. And I don't even know for sure. I've lost track of what all is going to show up for the vintage and nostalgia. But we've got some <laughs> incredible history lessons and it's just it's, it's a great time and we want people to be a part of it look at that yeah, yeah crazy there's a great picture right there talk about some history left to right that's crazy john markwald pete hill and uh alan peterson and leo hess those guys wrote the books in the late 70s and 80s for making harleys go fast and nitro methane and that's john street Bank right there double so check this check this comment out that just came in wink eller hey buddy road just wanted to check in and say hi it's a funny thing i've been missing my nitro bike lately leo hess and i are i think are the only crazy nutcase harley riders to run a top fuel bike at el mirage in the dirt (laughs) 
old Wink, Wink got stories, the best, man. Dude. Yes, he is. Yeah, Leo was actually talking about bringing that uh, LSR bike to Humboldt. I don't know whether or not he'll have time. He's had some issues the last couple of weeks trying to get his bike down the track consistently and as fast as he's used to. Uh, he's hurting parts because he's making so much power now. But Leo and Brian will be there. Brian was there last year, and the two of those won it last year. Uh, Leo took the open class, and Brian took the nostalgia class on a couple of beautiful little pieces of right on. incredible nostalgia nitro machinery, you know? We have uh, the dogs here losing their mind tonight, huh? I'm going to kill one of them, and then they'll be lost. Sorry, less. they're down the hall. It'll be, it'll be down the wall. Trying to address it. Uh, let's go back. Let's go back to a couple more pictures because you really sent in some great stuff. Oh yeah, I did find those pictures from. Yeah, so that's me with uh, Brian Hess. Uh, right to left would be me, Brian Hess, Leo Hess, and Mike Rowland. And again, Mike Rowland. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah, Mike Rowland was the king of making horsepower back in the eighties and nineties, and here he is back hanging out with Leo and Brian again making huge horsepower and coming out and having a blast with us on a, on a hot weekend in Iowa. It's a, That's I so love great. that picture right there. I mean, there's what more can you say? Those guys right there, Mike, he's such a happy go lucky dude. And Brian working so hard with his dad, it, they put together a hell of an operation and it's so fun to get to hang around with them for the weekend. And if you do, I want you to be aware that Leo has a bit of a mortar that every now and then has a tendency to go boom. <laughs> so just prepare yourself. There's a beautiful bike right there owned by Albelis out of Rockford, Illinois, with Rockford Liquidation Warehouse, who is one of our biggest sponsors this weekend. That bike sat in a window in Rockford, Illinois for 20 years. And I helped Al put that deal together here about a year and a half ago, two years ago. And I was able to pick it up and freshen it up, and he brought it to Humboldt last year and started making laps on gas on it. We put together a four-inch tire nitro class for this year, hoping we could get Al to tip the can on that thing a little bit. I don't know if we're going to be successful, but I know Gary Bergman is coming from South Dakota with a 103-inch Trek motor in a neat little piece, and he's tipping the can on a four-inch slick, and I hope they don't let him run for that $500 by himself. Oh. <laughs> That'd be a shame. <laughs> it would be. Yeah. But I can't think anybody's worked harder to earn it than Gary. Gary puts in the work. Yeah, it would be it would be a shame to have a, a money run be a single pass. Trust me, if it ends up being him alone, I will dump nitro in Daisy and go up there and make a pass <laughs> next to I don't give a shit if my transmission ends up from Humboldt to Des Moines. <laughs> I'll Look, put some fuel in. Make a show. I got out a four inch tire. Yeah. Got to make a show out of it. Damn right. So William King is asking another question. Um, how much power can I make out of my 74 knucklehead? How much money do you have? <laughs> 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 That's it. That's you it know, right there. Oh, He's a bitch, right? Yeah. yeah. You can make 70 horsepower and ride it for the rest of your life. Yeah. You can make 700 horsepower and ride it 100 feet. Yeah, right. ride it for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. Oh shit! We had we had some pictures sent in, but I'm having a hell of a time pulling them up. I put them I in the say, folder and I emailed them to you as well. Yeah. If that helps. All right, good. It's not my fault. <laughs> no, no, it's, no, it's no, all me. All. It's all me. Well, that's cool, man. Listen, um, 
So we have your we have your Facebook up, right? Uh, yep, you've got the flyer and you've got the little mini flyer, both of which have the QR code on it for the event page. If you can't get to the event page by searching for it or using the QR code, just go to the Nostalgic Drag Bike Racing League page. Yeah, I know it's a mouthful. I get reminded of it all the time. It was uh, created in a moment of uh, passion and, <laughs> and not much thought given to it. <laughs> so anyway, the Nostalgic Drag Bike Racing League page, it's a group on Facebook, and we post everything that goes on in the event, all of our I mean, we promote everybody's races. We try to be a consummate race promoter. We want everybody to be successful. We're not just trying to promote our own stuff. So, well, we're uh, not we're not going to cut you loose just yet because we have a we have a little bit of video footage. We want to go through some of this stuff with you to give people a, a taste of the flavor of this. What does a nitromethane powered Harley drag? Yeah, right on. There's Tater's bike. Uh, we're expecting right. him to come back again this year. No, and of course, Tater, right Tater brings an entire museum with him. He's got such a great display. Uh, I mean, he's got Dirty Dave Caldwell rear engine bone pipe. So, yeah, he, Tater and his, uh, his uh, display of sacrifices to the gods of speeds. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's nothing but busted parts. and it's, it's just a really wonderful trip down memory lane at what it takes to do this and how committed you have to be to it. Propane at very high temperatures. Love this. To understand the nature hey, of us, they're damn few of us making this, any way. This, this is great. family of explosive compounds that contain both nitrogen and oxygen. God damn it, Bobby. Stop playing with those chemicals. Like nitroglycerin, <laughs> dynamite, Boom and gunpowder. So, why use it if it's so explosive? Well, that's Cause, simple. Cause it's because fun. just like its family members, nitromethane carries its own supply of oxygen with it. This is why you can set up a stick of TNT underwater or fire a gun in space. It doesn't need oxygen from the atmosphere to ignite. This characteristic makes it a very temperamental but very good fuel for creating massive amounts of horsepower. Yeah, you skip to about there, you get to the real action. That's Russ Hendren right there. That's crazy horse racing. And Russ absolutely dominated the AMRA back in the late 80s. I'm going to put this. He was three or four-time national champ. I'm going to put the link And we that reached out up. to him last year and saw, to see if we could get him to come out. And uh, it worked out, and he was there. And uh, he'll be back again this year riding Black Betty, which is a double Ironhead. Dude, I'll never. Uh, built I'm... by Anthony Porter and his campaign now by Ray Center. That never Russell gets, be that, riding both bikes. That, that never gets old. Drag bike and uh, Ray's double engine iron. So, I'll never forget the two lessons I got one race after another. The first race I was about in this position taking a picture of Jeff Spina leaving the line. The next day, my eyes swelled up from so much nitro, nitro. in my face. And the next race after that, I was three quarters in the front of lumpy when he was losing leaving the line and his entire top end blew apart <laughs> push rods went flying past my head it knocked him out cold he sat on the line dude knocked him out cold split the frame in half love this shit yeah yeah mine died in the pits in humboldt in 1994 uh, we built a new motor and we had made some mistakes and when we fire it up, we push the cylinder off and cut the backbone in half, cut the down tubes in half. Uh, yeah, a, <clears> that a, was the last college loan I could get at the time, so our racing career was over. It's a dangerous sport. 
No questions asked. Man, and like you said, the text that came up, it says, you know, the audio is nothing compared to, to being beside the bike. But even the the percussion, when those engines take off yeah. from the line, the percussion, you can feel it through your chest, it's man. Like a drummer beating on your chest. Yep. Yeah, these guys are taking motors that were born with 70 or 80 horsepower on a good day and making 400 horsepower. And guys like Leo are making even more than that. You get up into the top fuel and they're pushing over a thousand horsepower. Uh, we we weekend when we're not chasing this shit around. We work on a big part of the dragster too, and, and we're cranking out six thousand horsepower with nitro methane going through five gallons on a warm up. Oh it's yeah, crazy with nitro bellows. Heather wants to know what the what the top speed what the top speed's been at your races. In our race. Uh, last year, it was uh, neck and neck between Jim Martin with the SOS on his uh, pro fuel bike. I think he ran a 479. Or I'm sorry, I think he ran a 480. And Leo on his, uh, his uh, nostalgia top fuel bike ran a 479. Uh, mile an hour would be somewhere around 145, 150. Wow. Is he dragging his foot? Yeah. He's doing everything he could yeah, to keep the bike on the track. Keep it, the, uh, keep it to the right. Riding these spare tire bikes, people don't understand. You you don't steer them or pilot them like mm. anything else. Uh, it, it takes a lot of body English on the frame to get them yep. the direction you want them to go. Uh, one of the first things they taught me when I got my license is if it's not going straight, let off and let, just yeah. and, and run it out. Uh, the odds of you bringing it back straight are pretty slim. But you can see Jordan's body English there. He's hanging well off the bike. That's a Nitro Funny Bike entry right there. Uh, Jordan Peterson, who is Alan Peterson's boy, rides that thing. And they'll be there again this year, too. That bike's capable of 450s at 160 miles an hour. That's John Markwell's old bike there. There's Lee Wickstrom on the Yeah, buddy, look at that. That's a 100 cubic inch dual carb alcohol knucklehead. So uh, William King, he was, he was asking before... He just wanted to know if it's possible to get 100 horsepower out of his knucklehead. Absolutely. Cams and heads. Nancy Weems, Heather, telling you, you cross the line, you lose. And sometimes in a big way. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Walls and jersey barriers are not forgiving. Right on. If you can still turn, you're not going fast enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if that those that handlebars like are fun. doing anything, you're not quite up to speed yet. It's a ton of fun. The adrenaline rush oh, yeah. is totally off the charts. Your heart's pounding out of your chest. You're feeling everything. Every yep. push of that piston, you're feeling. Well, Jay, remind everybody one more time the details about the event, and uh, we're going to do our best to make sure we have a reporter or two on site with you because we're really, really stoked about what you're doing here. We appreciate that, Chris. Thank you very much. Uh, it's July 2nd and 3rd at North Iowa Dragway in Humboldt, Iowa. Uh, we're going to have some qualifying and tuna test on Friday afternoon. We'll have another round of qualifying on Saturday morning. Uh, and then racing gets started at about 2 o'clock. Uh, we'll be running three nitro classes, uh, open fuel, pro fuel per the HDRA rules, nostalgia fuel, which is stock mounting cradle, no side-by-side rods. We've got three vintage gas classes. We've got a run what you brung class, and we've got a money bike ET class. Um, it's 20 bucks a day or 30 bucks for a two-day pass for 25 minutes from the uh, Freedom Rally in Algona, Iowa, the Abate Freedom Rally. And uh, we're doing our best to bring you a hell of a show. We'd like you to be a part of it. And uh, if you got something you think that's fast, we got a place for you. 
come hang out with us, burn up some fuel. Right on, man. I appreciate you coming on tonight and sharing this with us and especially taking us back a little bit. You know, oh, yeah. when you were talking about the heritage of stuff and like the old Abate parties, you know, we we were lucky enough to have one of the granddaddy of all time Abate parties, yep. Hazen, Hazen, Pennsylvania, the That's PA right. state party, man. Like, God, I didn't know there was anything better in the world it, it than that. A, it was a throwdown, <laughs> That's for sure. So, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, though, it's it's really good to see some of this stuff coming from a place like you guys are doing it. So thank you so much, you you and your yeah, whole team. Yes, sir. We, we want everybody to know, too, this 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 ain't a hardcore old outlaw party, you know. I mean, it's a lot of hardcore old outlaws hanging out for the weekend, but it's kid-friendly, too. We've got a, we've got a kid's class. Uh, you know, we're trying really hard to be the ones that, that take this to the next generation because we're all, you Absolutely. know, none of us getting any younger and we've all got a lot of old shit that we may not have people in our circle that understand and know what to do with. So we want to try to build that base up and, uh, and bring well, some new minds and, into this. And, and you know, one of the biggest things, man, is you got to remind people, yeah, it'd be nice to roll out there with $150,000 in, in motorcycle and, yeah. and race in the big flashy, flashy class. But you can have a lot of fun oh. taking any piece of shit you have to the oh, track yeah, and racing ET thing. and, you know, getting involved in doing something. You know? I'm not going to lie to you, man. Even through our rebirth at this, my wife and I have been hauling Daisy around with a $400 totaled out Tahoe <laughs> and my car trailer and a couple friends and a couple cases of beer. I mean... We love that aspect. Of it. We've upgraded a little bit this year, and that's a little bit of a surprise we've got for our team this year. Nobody knows about it yet, but we're gonna we're gonna roll in a little deeper than we usually do with the old junk Tahoe. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's the truth. You know, it's guys showing up in bands. It's yep, it's yep. guys showing up with whatever they got and having a good time for the weekend. We've got guys like Bill Sherman and Jim Servatius that did this stuff back in the '60s with XLRs. You know, I mean, Marv Jorgensen and I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Pat Leahy, we just lost Pat. You can see his tribute poster up behind oh, me. Yeah. You know, these guys paved the way, and it, and this is our way of saying thank you to them and uh, and making sure people don't forget about them. Yes, sir. Well, right, man. Thank you so much for being on, and uh, we look forward to to getting some coverage from you guys and and anything that you're doing. You make sure you hit us up with it, and we'll we'll get you back on here. Thank you guys for the bandwidth. Yes, sir. All right, go check them out. Um, time like no other. Day at the track, like we just started the show, yeah. telling you Heather was out at High Point this week. And, man, it doesn't matter if it's in the dirt, on the strip, going around in circles, watching motorcycle race is not a bad day. No. Good no. time. Good time. Great so, way to spend a day. Coming, uh, coming to the end of our track for tonight, but I want to remind you guys um, we're coming to you live for, through the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. Shop Talk goes live every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, and uh, we do our best to keep you guys entertained for a little bit. We do that through the courtesy of a lot of people that make up the Source Media Network, and especially Chopper Town. If you guys haven't checked out Chopper Town, head over to Chopper Town's Facebook. Yes, the same people that made the movie The Sinners have a, an entire library of two-wheeled entertainment um everything from shows like this to full-length feature films um you can waste a whole afternoon there quite easily go check them out tell them that we sent you um we have a few events coming up that we want to remind you guys about um we already told you about the shovelhead reunion had a nice thing about that don't forget the smoke out is coming yeah, up in buddy. september of 2022 
um, kind of closely connected to that. Our ride and bike show coming up in Sturgis. Sunday, August. Heather, it's too damn small. Eighth. <laughs> Eighth. The FXR and Dyna Performance Bagger shows, August 28th and 29th. San Diego Customs and Born Free. Um, Gettysburg Bike Week right around the corner. Everyone's scrambling to get ready for this July 8th and through the 11th. Cycle Source Bike Show, mini bike races. Don't forget that. Yes, ma'am. Good time out there. Um, our, our brother Tom Kiefer is, is going to be rolling out his newest build. Incredible. Um, oh, my God. Milwaukee Mike Johnston. Do you see that text? That comment? Talk to Big Ben. It's in the works. Oh, boy. I asked what him. What is in the works? Oh, Wait a minute. The last time we it was not No, 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 no. Listen. The original smoke out, one of the things that made it coolest was Big Ben used to bring his Peterbilt truck. Yeah. I know Big Ben's Peterbilt oh. truck. Oh. And he's Remember? I asked Mike, I said, listen, please, please call Ben. Please get yeah. Ben to bring the truck. Yes, sir. sir. That looks a, like that's a crew that all needs to be in the same room. Looks together. like Smoke Out is back. Is, is going to have a big truck. <laughs> hey, did we mention that we're not going to have enough insurance for Ben's big truck? Insurance, do we, do, yeah. Come on, what could happen? What's the worst we thing that could happen? Now. We rode, we rode through. We so we knocked the bar no. down. Who cares? No. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's happening. Uh, I bet. I, I bet. <laughs> Did we mention to you guys that Smoke Out, when it comes back in 2022, is going to be at Salisbury at the original, original. Rowan County Fairgrounds? So, yeah, buddy. in case you didn't know, I want to make sure I mention that one more time. Um, back to the events for a minute, damn it. I was trying to do my job here, Heather. Well, we got a little carried away with fun stuff. <laughs> no way for the man to hold us down. Okay, so back to my job. The Georgia Grundle Run 5, September 17th through the 19th coming up. Run to the line in Sturgis. What did we say this was, the annual for us? 15th? 14th? No, this is 15th. 15th, 15th annual. 15th? 15 years we've been doing the wow. annual. Oh, yeah, listen, Cherokee Rally, Mike Draco is mentioning. The um, September 8th through the 11th. Do I have that right? I believe so. So September 8th through the 11th, the Cherokee Rally, and we have big, big news coming out about the uh, about the Cherokee Rally. I can tell you that it's going to be a Chopper Town Live event, but a complete family Chopper Town Live. So a lot of people, the personalities from Chopper Town that you guys are used to watching are going to be on hand with us, and we're doing a lot of stuff, and... This week, we're going to start rolling out that information, so stay tuned for that. Um, what else can I if get If you to? guys have an event that you want to submit to us, you can go over to CycleSource.com, click the Contact Us button, and there is a Submit Event link. Splitting Lanes hits the road. Long so Splitting Lanes Driving Gardens is moving to Long Tall Shorties this year. Pretty cool venue in Jersey. The Annual Vintage Motorcycle Day at the Iron Horse in Sturgis, August 9th. Monday, August 9th. Um, special parking for all vintage bikes. Show them your AMCA card and you get lunch on us on the Black Hills Boogie. Don't forget about that. Another event that I want to talk about 
has just left my mind just like that you know i was thinking like there's an event coming up that i need to make sure son of a bitch and you know the worst thing is the mind's not the first thing to go well hmm i can't remember what you're talking about no it's not bonneville the chase right around the the corner yep the chase is coming up if you haven't checked that out go to the motorcyclechase.com somebody please kill the damn dog (laughs) (laughs) all right man listen we've held you guys up long enough i want to tell you all though sincerely from the bottom of my heart and the dogs i'm gonna mute heather because she's it's killing me the dogs are in the room with her um rob reminds me that wasion is coming up um yeah, we'll get back to the other events. As Heather soon needs as to learn sign language so she can just stay on all the time. Right. But, um, yeah, like Heather said, if you guys want to get some events on here, send them to us. And I want to thank you from the bottom of all of our hearts for tuning in all the time. You know, you guys are making this a, a, a favorite for the industry, and we can't thank you enough. So with that, on that note, we're going to go back to building a shovel head because the clock is ticking. Son of a biscuit eater. So, until next week, 9 p.m. Eastern, same chopper time. She should just she should just lip sync it. Just lip sync it. Is she not talking though? Same <laughs> chopper channel. Uh, well, on that note, bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs>